Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everyone. This is Jim Mitchell. We are approaching spring, and I know realtors everywhere get excited at that time of year, hoping that that's going to bring uh, perhaps a seasonal influx of people needing their services. And when they do, they uh, often call David Schwabe of the Schwabe Group to assist with uh, their real estate needs. And, David, first of all, it doesn't feel like spring, but I hope for your sake that it is coming, and that means more buyers and sellers for you. Hey Jim, good morning. Yeah, it's it's uh, spring is definitely here. It seems like the magic in the past has been around the Super Bowl time. It but in uh, in our northwest suburbs of Chicago, it certainly was the March first hit, and um, the buyers were out in full force and get a few warm days, and people want to buy a house. So it's exciting time right now in real estate all over the country, but certainly in our area as well. Well, you you mentioned our area, and you referenced northwest suburbs of Chicago, and. When we talk to you here on the podcast, we, we sort of focus on that area because that's where your uh, compass practice is, and the Schwabe Group is well-known in the area. But today we're going to talk about people who um, need to move somewhere else, and, and uh, frequently you know people who live in Arlington Heights, Mount Prospect, Palatine, just want to stay in that area, but a number of reasons sometimes they can't or don't. Um, so when, when someone is going to start start searching for a home out of town, you know, maybe relocating, maybe buying a vacation home? I mean, how do they start that process? You know, it's interesting. I was actually thinking about this before our call and um, before the podcast. And what what happens is when people are looking locally, they just, you know, they go online and they, they go over to a house and just willy-nilly find an agent and maybe that agent's good, maybe they're not, you know. But when people are searching out of town, when they do it correctly, they'll call one of us, you know, their agents. Like, for instance, I can, I've got a network all across the country. Compass is uh, number one in, in the whole United States for, for volume and sales. And um, so, so I've got a great network, but they'll call me and, and we will set them up with someone who's fantastic. Um, and then that agent out of town, who I know is going to do a nice job for them, will start the search and answer all their questions about the area. So, it seems to me when people are relocating, they do a lot more due diligence because they just don't start looking at houses, right? Um, it's mm-hmm. rare for someone to, you know, just show up in Nashville and say, hey, let's look at some houses. They usually say, I'm moving to Nashville. Do you know someone who can help me there? So to answer your question, I think starting a search is um, we can actually put them on the Compass app, and they can look at homes through our Compass um, system all over the country. Um, but ultimately, obviously, I'd love to uh, put them in touch with someone in that area that specializes in that town, in their price point specifically. Yeah, talk to me about that process, because uh, as you mentioned, the the large network that Compass has across the country, but many different communities, many different agents in a community. Um, What steps do you take to try and make sure that they get connected to, to the right agent for what their needs are? Yeah, so there's so there's a, a process that I go through. Matter of fact, I had a, a client who called me, a really great, great client of mine, who called and said, hey, we want to buy a place in Michigan, um, and they know I don't sell houses in Michigan. So um, I did a search. I found a couple of great agents 
in the area they're looking, specifically in that town, specifically in their price point they're looking, because agents, you know, have different price points many times. And um, I actually, then I interviewed them. I actually made the call. I interviewed the agents, and I said, this is a very special client of mine. This is important people to me that I've, I've known for many years. Or, and it, even if it was someone that just called me and said, hey, I'm looking for I'd still say this is an important person for me. Can you make sure that you take great care of them, and what can you do for them? So I'm going to make sure that they're going to give them the same level of service that myself or my team would give someone transferring to our area and basically put them through an interview process because the buyer may not know the right questions to ask, right? And um, I do a really good job of having a nice conversation with them. And if, it, if I'm comfortable with it, then I will say, hey, you know, I'm going to have my client call you or I'll, I'll put that, you know, I'll put them together in an email or a text and, and uh, get, in, get involved and make sure everything's heading in the right direction. And then once that process starts, do you kind of stay involved, stay in touch to make sure that they're hitting all the right points together? Yeah, so I, I will um, – if they'll tell me, hey, this is their first trip. We're going to go out there, and we're going to meet them. And, and then I'll ask the agent, hey, can you let me know, you know, how it went? Can you give me some feedback on what happened and, you know, you know how the search went or where you're at on it? And, again, it's, it's also me learning that market, right? Every market's a little different. So it's, a lot of it depends on the market they're buying in. It might be a little different than ours at this time, um, as well as, obviously, the, the buyers themselves, you know, the clients of – I'll like to uh, keep in touch. Are you? Are they being taken care of? How is, you know, how is Susie that you met, uh, you know, in Nashville or, or in Florida? Um, obviously, we can go all over. Those are just two that come to mind. But um, make sure that they're being taken care of. So yeah, I'd like to do keep in touch. I, you know, obviously, I'm not going to be negotiating with deals for them from because it's not. I can't, you know, active in agents in those cities or towns out out of the state. But I do like to stay in touch, make sure everything's going well. Now, I wanted to ask you about resources that people can use to, you know, because you and I have talked many times, it's more more than the house, it's the neighborhood, it's the schools, it's other things like that when you're looking for a home. And it's got to be very difficult when you don't know the area. Um, what what resource, you mentioned the, the Compass app to look at homes. Uh, what What tools are out there to help people learn about the different communities and to go through the, you know, a good buying process? Sure. So, so it really depends on the area. So different areas have different options, and that would be one of the things that I'd, one of my questions for the agent that I'm interviewing for my client. But um, they are going to – they might look at the town websites, you know, what options they have in the town, um, and they may – the agents um, may specifically say, hey, in our area, these are the school websites people look at in the ranking. You know, there are national school websites that we point people to if they want to learn a little bit more about schools and such. Um, but I think the neighborhoods and such are going to be more localized. And uh, like, for instance, uh, with us, we might we, we have a book that's a digital and hardcover that we can talk about different neighborhoods and areas in the Chicagoland area that uh, people might be interested in. Um, so I would leave that up to the, the agent specifically, but uh, there should be some good resources out there, out there for them to understand. What uh, what they can do. Now, are there are, are people going to encounter different real estate practices or, or laws or processes uh, for for buying homes in different parts of the country? Is, is that something they have to be aware of and talk to their agent about? Absolutely, and um, certainly, I'm not an expert in every area, um, and I know that even our neighboring states here are very different than how we do it. For instance, 
in uh, Illinois were driven by attorneys. So um, that I know of, I know I think New Jersey, New York, um, Chicago are the ones that when we get a contract together, the attorneys will get involved in other states, most other states, the attorneys won't get involved. They don't necessarily use attorneys for foreclosings and such. Um, so that's one big thing. As, as, law, as far as um, laws and rules, yeah, it's, um, there's two. One is the rules specifically, the laws are different in uh, different states. Illinois is very strict on uh, a lot of really great laws that are good for to keep it fair for all buyers. Um, but then it's the local practices or the processes, like how how I might get a deal together in this really tricky market we're in might be different in, than in other areas. Um, I know that, uh, you know, some areas, like, for instance, rarely would in our practice in, in a hot, hot buyer's market, I'm sorry, hot, hot seller's market right now, um, we would not uh, ever, you know, say, hey, here's our 10,000 escrow. If we don't close, you can have it no matter what. But I know in other cities, that's a common practice. So you really have to talk to that agent um, that we refer and understand what what does it take to get the deal together? What should my expectations be in order to go through the process? Because there's the process and then there's the getting a deal together if it's a hot market. More normalized market, of course, is, is different, but um, it depends on, on how that, that city is selling homes right now, and if it's a buyer's market or seller's market. We're talking about buying a home out of town uh, with David Schwabe today, David, of the Schwabe Group, uh, Compass Real Estate, and uh, each month we have conversations with him about uh, buying and selling homes, and he shares his expertise with us. Um, unique process today when we're talking about someone having to, to relocate or, or, as we said, perhaps buy a vacation home, just uh, someplace, uh, someplace different in a way. Um, and I suppose those two are different, David. Uh, you know, relocating and, and vacation homes may be different circumstances. But either way, when it's happening somewhere else, what do the buyers need to be present for? You know, the offer, the inspection, the closing. Um, are there times they actually have to be on site, or can that be handled uh, from a distance? Yeah, I think most of the time, um, the actual offer itself, they don't have to be there, right? They can come in. Uh, you know, most buyers want to see the house in person. Um, some some people buy without <laughs> seeing. Uh, they do, but it's, uh, most people want to see. But certainly, most of the offers are all digital. It's all online, DocuSign, DotLoop, that sort of thing. And um, and the inspection. I mean, I I would always recommend a buyer to be at the inspection. But if it's something they can't be at, you know, we're going to have written documentation. I'm sure in every state of that inspection and they can call and talk to the inspector and talk through any concerns they might have. Uh, it's nice to be at an inspection so that they can understand the working of the house as well. Um, and then the closing, it's interesting, closing, if it's a cash deal, I don't, you know, most states you probably don't have to be there. Um, but if it's a, a mortgage, you, you have to be present to sign papers and such. So I would imagine you'd have to be there for the closing most of the time, but it depends on, uh, on that state and their rulings. And I know Cook County is very strict uh, in a lot of ways, um, so other other jurisdictions across the country might be different. But that'd be a good answer, a question for them, uh, that agent we refer in that specific area. And that's why it's important, uh, Jim, is to really get a really knowledgeable agent to be working for them. That's going to give them the best service possible and the best advice possible uh, during the process. And let's let's. Uh do the flip side here. You may have a, a client, uh, a customer you've worked with here locally before, maybe several times. Um, they have to relocate for work, and it may be a you know kind of a quick turnaround. 
Um, so they may have to kind of go to their new job, be away, and yet they have to sell their house here while they are absent. Um, talk a little bit about what you might be able to do to help people in that situation. Yeah, it's important. Actually, that's a great point. So <clears throat> the, the sellers, when they're selling here, we have clients or people call. Number one, by the way, um, if they're using a relocation service, we always can help. So a lot of times relocation services say this is our preferred agent, um, but that's not the case, really. You can use any agent you want if you're the relocate, if you're relocating. Um, and we do deal with relocation, and we specialize in that as well. But, but the uh, so so in other words, if someone says, "Hey, we have to use this company," that's not true. You can use whatever agent you want, usually, um, as long as they're relocation trained. Of course, we are. But getting back to your specific question, you know what? We go everywhere from, "Hey, we meet with them, talk about the house, walk through what needs to be done to get the house sold, what are the recommendations." To I've had clients say, "You know what? The key was left in the mailbox, and you go take a look at the house and take care of it." And we will go in if they're out of state, take care of it. If it's vacant, we could stage it. If it's not, we will you know, spruce it up to make sure it's in showing condition. Um, and if the house is empty and they're out of state, they don't ever have to come back. Um, all the signatures on the, when we're selling a house can be done out of state. We can FedEx information pre-sign and be done. Um, it's very common that a seller will just leave for business and maybe never come back to the house and we'll take care of it all. Um, make sure the house is safe, make sure it's shoveled if it's snowing, whatever it takes to get it done. Um, well, in, in, in topic today, um tried to cover what I thought might be relevant here today, but this is kind of a new uh, instance for me. So any, anything else we should let people know about, whether they're buying or selling from uh, from a distance? I think it's just like anything else, get yourself a, a good team or a good agent that you trust that you know is going to do a good job and they will be able to advise you through the process. I think it's just important um, to be well informed and kept in the loop and know that it's being taken care of. I mean, when we're selling a house, we're going to have a whole team, uh, you know, we're going to, in our area, we'll have an attorney, we'll have um, inspectors, we'll have stagers. You know, if we need contracts, if we need painting, we can take care of everything for them. And that's why it's just important to be working with someone you're comfortable with that can do what's best for you and, and your future household. Well, one of the great things about getting you on this podcast is uh, it can be heard anywhere, and I know you've actually had calls from people out of state who have heard the podcast. So if someone is out there uh, knowing that they are heading in our direction, um, how about a phone number or waiting for them to get in touch with you sure. so you can give them a hand? Sure. It's uh, 847-636-6747, 847-636-6747. Call, text me anytime, or schwabegroup.com, S-C-H-W-A-B-E group.com. Excellent. David Schwabe, thanks so much for being with us. Appreciate it, and uh, look forward to upcoming conversations here on Your Home Buying Compass.